listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott. And I'm joined today by Dr. Neil Davis, a pediatrician with Intermountain Healthcare. Thanks so much for being with us. Sure, my pleasure. We know that a lot of people have a lot of questions right now as we are in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. And a lot of those questions, of course, surround um, what is safe? What can I do? What can I not do? Uh, depending on what county you may be in or for our listeners from other states, what state you may be in. Um, you're under stay-at-home orders or different directives uh, to, you know, stay safe, stay home. Um, making a note to our listeners as well that we're practicing our social distancing and uh, doing our podcast from two very different locations, which is abnormal for us as we normally do our podcast in our podcast studio here at the Two News Station. But um, as we try to do as much as we can, of course, to... Uh, stop the spread. Um, we're Skyping our podcast. So very different. So our listeners might hear a little bit of a lag or a little bit of a delay in our conversation, but um, it's just us doing our part to try to flatten the curve. So with all of that, doctor, uh, the questions, you know, that a lot of people have um, also surround their children and what is safe and, and what needs to be done. And today we're kind of focusing on, um, you know, those wellness checkups for our children, uh, immunizations, the the day, daily life types of things that, you know, parents have to do with their children. Um, the world seems like it's completely at a standstill, but we still have to live our lives um, and we still have to take care of our children. And so what what do families need to know when it comes to, um, you know, still maintaining those child checkups and, and the immunizations, and, and how do they go about that right now? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And the United States Center for Disease Control actually put out some guidance for us on that. And we still want to con- continue to give uh, critical medical services to our children. And among those are the welfare visits, particularly the ones in early childhood with vaccines, what we don't want is something like a measles epidemic on the heels of the COVID pandemic. And so being able to stay current on those early childhood vaccines is critical. And so what do we need to know as a parent um, if we know that our child is up for a vaccine or for um, a routine wellness check that we want to make sure that we're staying on top of those things uh, to make sure that our, you know, our children are staying healthy. Uh, but we're also trying to practice you know, that social distancing and that staying at home. And at so many times right now, we're being told, um, don't go to the hospitals, don't go to the clinics, uh, don't, you know, stay away from those places right now because of the pandemic. So how do we even go about, you know, making those appointments where I feel like at some aspect of it, parents are saying, okay, maybe we're just better off staying home. Really a great question. And while it's probably not possible to overemphasize how important it is to have the social distancing right now, you mentioned flattening the curve and it is helping. 
the way that you can get the vaccines for your child is to really contact your child's medical office. Every office that I have worked with throughout the state, every office is taking precautions to create ways for families to be able to get those early childhood wellness done and be able to get those vaccines. So there are different practices, like um, different times of the day that they'll see the, the well kids for vaccines, different parts of the clinic or even different facilities. So there's a lot of innovative things going on and every office that I know of is doing a great job to be able to lower the risk of exposure while being able to deliver these critical services. And what should we be talking to our children about right now in regards to all of this? Of course, some of them very young and, and not necessary to have the discussion, but some of the, the older ones as they're getting into that toddler phase and they're very inquisitive. I know um, my children ask questions that I would never even imagine, uh, and especially surrounding this as we talk about it and, and listen to the news about it and to the radio about it. And going to the doctor already for some children can be um, a little bit of an anxiety-producing scenario. And now they may be walking in and seeing it completely different, not what they're, they're used to. Uh, a lot of places I know they're doing temperature checks upon arrival and different things. How, as a parent, how can I how can I walk my child through that um, while trying to help them understand maybe some of the differences that we're going to see and and what kind of restrictions have been put into place uh, during this time? That's a great question. Also, it reminds me of a, a little one that I saw a, a few days ago and. I walked in the room, of course, with my mask on and my eye shield on and, and all of these things. And it is, it's a different experience. I think um, you mentioned being developmentally appropriate, and that's spot on. And one of the ways you can do that is by simple questions. You know, what have you heard about people being sick? Or what are you thinking about? And we're going to the doctor. What do you think about that? And being able to sort of uh, gauge where they're at gives a great place to start. Another thing that I, I've heard um, child experts talk about is even doing play with stuffed animals. Like let's play, let's play doctor, and talk about you know what what they think as they go through that experience. And that could be something that can be helpful as well, just to find out where they're at, and then help them understand as best as, as you can and developmentally appropriate what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, every child, of course, is so different and understands yeah. things differently. Um, but as you had mentioned, you know, as you walk into the room to visit a patient and you're in your PPE from top to bottom, and that's abnormal. That's not what your kids that you see are probably used to seeing as they come to you for their wellness checks. It's true. Uh, kids kids are so resilient generally, though I, I really like what you said. You know your kids best. Trust your instincts. Help them understand what you feel like they need to understand. I mean, I feel like when I walk into the room, my job is to do my best to help the child and the parent to be at ease, uh, to talk with them, to make a joke about my funny mask. or You know, there are things that we can do to help kids through this. And I know, again, parents know their kids best in that regard. Right. Just helping them understand um, the 
what some refer to as our new norm, but I think I'd like to refer to it as our temporary norm for now. And so definitely agree. Yeah, and what are some what are some of the things that maybe as a parent we should be um, prepared for? As we're bringing our children for their wellness checks, for their uh, you know their regular vaccinations, according you know to the timelines of appropriateness of where they need to be. As a parent, what can we expect as we're walking into these clinics right now? If we you know because we're practicing this this social distancing, we're we're all trying to stay home as much as possible, and we are. Yeah. All grateful that we are starting to see, uh, to see it work. We're seeing the curve start to flatten. Um, and so, you know, we'll continue to practice, uh, these precautions that we're doing and, and the guidelines that we're following. But for some of us who, you know, we maybe haven't been to the doctor in a while because we haven't needed to go to the doctor, you know, thankfully. Uh, but what can we expect now as we're taking our child there? And walking into a clinic under all of uh, the you know the differences that we're seeing right now. Yeah, another great question. I think that the key message there is to contact your child's medical office and find out what they're doing, and also express your concerns openly. I, I know practices are really, really open to talking with parents and creating innovative ways to make sure the critical services are delivered. Now, to get to your question. Um, in an office like mine, um, someone would be coming in from the parking lot. They would get their temperature check, like you talked about, mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that that's okay. And then they enter the facility, and they're going to see people in masks, um, even our front desk staff that welcomes and greets people. Also, uh, many offices, including my own, are trying to rapidly get people through to the exam room with separate exam rooms for kids that are well and that are there for vaccines. And so some offices are doing check-in from the car, for example. And that's a great thing. You can check in from the car. You can expedite that transition into the exam room and really move through things very efficiently to get the needed services and to be able to get home. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's a, that's a great tool to utilize, checking in from your car. Sometimes being in the car with your kid can be so much easier than taking them in really to anywhere, actually, especially depending on how many children you have. Uh, so that is a great way to fill that waiting time. And resource-wise, for parents that might have questions about, you know, what all this looks like and, you know, making sure to continue to maintain uh, their well-child checkups, resources for them that they can utilize. I think the single best resource that I have seen is the American Academy of Pediatrics website. So it's aap.org, and there's a site for parents, and it's at healthychildren.org is sort of that sub-site. But if you just remember, aap.org, American Academy of Pediatrics, and go there um, to the section for parents, has great information that they're updating regularly on what is COVID meaning for children as we get more data what to expect or what to think about with critical medical services and how to interact with your doctor's office. So that that is, is the best site that I have seen for those types of things. Doctor, thank you for that. And I think, you know, to wrap things up here with you and for our listeners, I think that we just, of course, want to remind them that it is safe to take their child to the doctor if needed. And it is crucial yes. to, to keep your children 
up to date on their wellness checks and their vaccinations uh, to keep them safe and healthy, not just now, but, you know, for their continued childhood. Yes, I think that's a great message. And, and again, the Center for Disease Control was very specific, especially those well visits that are associated with those critical vaccines. That's where we really want to have a clear focus. And again, contact your child's medical office, find out what they're doing to lower risk, and also find out where your child's at with their vaccines. Perfect. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time and and uh, for you answering our questions. I know a lot of parents have these questions as, you know, it is very different right now. And we have to respect the fact that we are going to see some changes in the sense of if it's necessary for us to go to the doctor or take our children, but um, that it is still necessary for us to do that. So thank you for answering those questions. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for this important opportunity. Yeah, and thank you so much for everything you do as well as a healthcare provider. Uh, I know a lot of thank yous are uh, coming out now during this time of the pandemic, but uh, they should continue uh, forever uh, because of everything that you guys do to keep our families and our children safe and healthy. So thank you so much. You're very welcome, and thank you. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Stay safe and stay healthy. joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.